Welcome to the St. Michael Fall podcast series. My name is Chris Garada, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is gifted, identifying, developing, and practicing the gifts that God has given us. May we offer our gifts joyfully for the sake of the church and of the world. The love of God has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. A reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 10. Jesus said, See, I am sending you out like sheep into the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Beware of them, for they will hand you over to councils and flog you in their synagogues, and you will be dragged before governors and kings because of me as a testimony to them and the Gentiles. When they hand you over... Do not worry about how you are to speak or what you are to say, for what you are to say will be given to you at the time. For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child, and children will rise against parents and have them put to death. And you will be hated by all because of my name. But the one who endures to the end will be saved." When they persecute you in one town, flee to the next. For truly, I tell you, you will not have gone through all the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. Here ends the reading. Today's gospel lesson reveals just how common it was for anyone outside the norm of religious authority in Jesus' day to be persecuted. There were a few groups with significant authority who maintained that authority by criticizing and controlling disparate groups, and when necessary, their desire to control turned violent. Jesus articulates the potential struggles that his followers could experience when he says that he is sending them out like sheep into the midst of wolves. Now, being dragged out and beaten and hated is not what we typically associate with being a Christian disciple. Most of us experience discipleship as something pretty comfortable, and we're rarely in a position to be physically hurt because of our faith. But I bet we can all sympathize with being criticized over our thoughts or beliefs. It seems like there are ups and downs in our cultural acceptance of differences and opinions over time. Today, it seems to me far too common for us to be in situations where our beliefs are challenged with a pretty high level of aggression. Rarely does a day go by that I don't hear about one group or another physically intimidating or verbally assaulting another group. Although we are to be passionate about our faith, love is to be at the core of our behavior. Which brings me to the second part of Jesus' message in today's gospel lesson. After warning his followers that they will be like sheep in the midst of wolves, he instructs them to be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Now I admit that I'm comfortable seeking to be wise as a serpent, and I bet I'm not the only one. Wisdom seems to be a high virtue, an ideal that is held up and celebrated in our culture. But innocence, eh, that's different. I don't hear innocence spoken of as a virtue. Instead, innocence is often seen as a weakness or a vulnerability. So what is Jesus getting at? Although the word is typically translated as innocent, the original Greek might be better translated in context as just or without fault. In other words, Jesus is compelling his followers to be wise and just as they enter the world. Now, 
justice is a tricky word to use today. Unfortunately, justice has become a trigger word of sorts, used to argue for or against positions that have an explicitly political connotation. However, if we hold our political and emotional reactions at bay, justice in its purest form seeks fairness and impartiality. To expand the concept further, if one seeks to be just and faultless, we come pretty close to Jesus' idea of innocence. Now, let's be clear. To be fair and faultless is a tall order. In fact, one might say to be truly fair and faultless is inhuman. And perhaps that's the idea. When Jesus calls us to be wise and faultless, he is calling us to the kind of perfection that is ultimately unattainable, except by God. As followers of Jesus, we are called to seek after God's perfect way of love, knowing that we will never in this life, be able to achieve it. Instead, our call is to seek after the perfect, but to acknowledge over and over again that we are fundamentally imperfect and messy and that everything we do falls short of God's perfect love. Yet God loves us perfectly and calls us to love the best we can. And we may never quite reach the goal God puts before us, but perhaps there is comfort in that truth. Perhaps we can rest in the comfort that God reaches out to us across the gaps of our imperfection, across the brokenness and exhaustion and pain in our lives in order to bring us to the fullness of his love. For that, I can be truly grateful. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Ever-living God, whose will it is that all should come to you through your Son, Jesus Christ, inspire our witness to him, that all may know the power of his forgiveness and the hope of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.